Good morning, guys, and welcome to Emmett Audio, episode 167. I'm really liking this walking the dogs and talking thing. Um, usually I walk somewhere when nobody goes by, so there's not that awkwardness of talking into my phone. Um, this is a wooden spoon geek out, and today I thought I'd talk about how you decide when you should be done. Um, this is something that will always be a question to ask yourself, no matter how long you've been carving spoons. And the slightly unsatisfactory answer is that There is always something more that you could do to a spoon. To some extent, you just need to decide that you have nothing more to learn, and it's time to move on. One of the reasons I like carving spoons in one go is that sometimes just the sort of time frame that I allow myself forces me to be done. And I feel like the, there's, there's certainly a law of diminishing returns after a certain point where you could spend an additional hour fussing around the details and not learn as much as if you used that additional hour just carving a whole other spoon. That being said, I'm still certainly learning how far I I am interested in pushing things as I go along. Um, That doesn't mean that I'm taking more and more time to carve my spoons. It just means that... uh, it's always going to be a moving target of knowing, well, how thin should it be? How delicate should it be? How thick should you leave it? How smooth does it need to be? How uh, perfect do the facets need to be? Is a little bit of grain tear out okay? Where? All of these details are kind of in flux for all of us, all the time, for the rest of our lives. Um, and so there's no steady answer. I think it's more a question of what are you interested in at the moment? And if what you're interested in is figuring out how delicate you can go, then do that. If what you're interested in is how perfect you can make your facets, do that. If you're interested in is how fast can I do this and still have it be acceptable, then do that. But you're going to be at different places in your journey at different times. What I will say is that for me, I know when I'm done because the spoon comes alive. That sounds a little wishy-washy, but I think you'll feel it too. It's certainly possible to over-carve certain areas and then the spoon doesn't come alive. What I mean is when everything sort of clicks into place, the right amount of delicacy here, the right amount of strength here, the right amount of thickness here, the right amount of thinness there, the right amount of sweetness to the curve, I know it. And I also know, if I pay attention to that little voice in my head, when there is a little something more that I could do. Now, that's the part, that little voice in my head, knowing that there's a little something more that I can do, that's the part that shifts over time. If you were to ask me a year ago, two years ago, when do I think it's done, I would have a much less refined vision of when I think it was done. Because, to some extent, the voice in your head that tells you, yeah, that's it, man, that's the best, 
it doesn't know what it doesn't know. And so, until I carve a spoon that is as delicate yet strong as I can carve them now, that's not my standard, you see? So your standard is going to be constantly changing as you grow and progress as a spoon carver. And the best thing I could say to you would be, you have to have a balance of consciously deciding how much time and effort you're willing to put into something, because you could always chase perfection further. Even the people who carve the most perfect spoons, there's always something, I'm sure, that they feel they could do more on. And you need to balance that with how much time you realistically want to or can afford to spend on a given spoon. And the opportunity cost of spending that time finishing this spoon versus tackling another spoon. Right? Because you can't look at it in a vacuum. You could be doing something with that time. Even if it's also spoon carving, you could be uh, doing something more with spoon carving to further your knowledge. So... And then, and then the last thing, which I just want to reiterate, is that the, the little voice in your head that tells you, yeah, that's, that spoon is alive now, that's going to shift over time. And so, while it's useful to look at photos of other people's work or hold other people's work to give you a sense of what's possible, what is possible for you is going to be something that you know in your heart. And you're going to reach it and exceed it little by little by little. And so that target is going to move. And that is how you know that you've gone far enough. Thank you for listening to this Wooden Spoon Geek Out. If you find this helpful, you might find it helpful to take part in one of my virtual apprenticeship challenges, the online spoon carving course that I offer that is a month long. You can find out more about that on my website under the learning resources page, emmettvandreich.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you have a great day.